Goddamn, I'm glad y'all set it off. Open Road with BTG. Welcome back. The gym is now open. Uh, but sit down. We got some things to talk about. Before I get to the main story, we know we got to go through the, uh, uh, like, like the brilliant idiots say, the church, well, not necessarily church announcements, but because I'm not about to tell you about anything that I got coming up or anything like that or any shows or any shit like that, but I just want to get some some uh, some biased team shit out the way uh, before I get to the main stories. The cap, the Mason Rudolph bullshit. Uh, but are you niggas ever going to apologize uh, to Gruden? I just want to know. Because right now we're 6-4, and four, tied uh, for first place. With, with the Kansas City Chiefs. Did they whoop our ass the first time around? They did. <laughs> they did. Fully. And I don't even think they had Ty, uh, Tyreek Hill at the time, if I'm not mistaken. I think he came back after he played. Uh, uh, they played us. We played him again in a couple of weeks. Right now we got the Jets coming up. I knew the Bengals was going to be a tough opponent. Even though they're 0-8, or they were 0-8 at the time, 0-7 or 0-8 at the time, yet and still, I think they had a rookie quarterback. But their defense is somewhat solid. Um, and again, we're not a, I don't even think we're a legit playoff team, by the way. You know, we do have a stud, young rookie uh, running back in uh, Josh Jacobs. Derek Carr is who Derek Carr is. Three years ago, he was an MVP candidate. Uh, came back off the injury and stunk it up. Um, I'm not going to say that I'm not, you know, I'm surprised that he played so bad. Um, after he came back because he had to adjust to getting healthy and, of course, him hearing footsteps. He is playing. First of all, I'm going to apologize to Derek Carr because early on in the beginning of the season, I said, well, because I, I roll with Gruden. Gruden has never done me wrong personally as a Raider fan. So that's why I was always on Gruden's side. It wasn't just being optimistic. It's just knowing that how he handled the franchise when we had Rich Gannon his offense has always been phenomenal. You know what I'm saying? Like, we were the best offense. Even when the Rams was popping, we still had one of the better offenses. They had the Rams with Isaac Bruce and Terry Holt and Kurt Warner. Um, they they had a outstanding offense. Uh, Marshall Falk as well. My apologies, Marshall Falk. You should have been the first name I, I said. But we had the we had the Charlie Gardner's, the Tyrone Wheatley's, um, the Zach Crockett's. You know, we had niggas over there. Joy, wait, no, when we had Joey Porter, yeah, we had Joey Porter. Um, who else did we have? You know, like we we had niggas, Charles Woodson, Rich Gannon. We had niggas over there. Uh, we had one of the top top offenses over there. Um, and our defense, Greg Beekert. Eric Allen, Charles Woodson, you know, we had cats. Um, so he's never done anything wrong in my eyes. Yes, he uh, <laughs> he won a Super Bowl with a team that he did not build from the ground up. That Raiders team he built from the ground up. It's just, you know, a lot of people say uh, Al Davis got in the way when he shouldn't have. Uh, Gruden didn't like it because he wanted full control. Now he actually has full control, and Al Davis' son is running the organization and gave him full control with 10 years to do it. And a lot of people said 100 mil, 10 years, that's a lot. Well, when you believe in something, you pay for it, okay? I believe 
You have to have the coach. You have to have an offensive line, a defensive line, and a quarterback. Everything else you can work with. And you can see them taking a page away from New England. Not the cheating part. <laughs> not the gate, not, not the uh the 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 spy gate part, but or the phone gate, but as far as how they run their organization. Now we still have some cleaning up to do because the Raider image is the bad boy image, somewhat similar to the Detroit Pistons. You know what I mean? We still have that stench connected to us. I wouldn't even call it a stench. That's just where we come from. We hit niggas personal, you know what I'm saying? Like Perfect fits in with our culture, but it's a different time, if that makes any sense. Like, what he did was accepted back then. It's not allowed now, but it was also a part of the Raider culture. We hit niggas hard with the forearm, whatever, late hits. It causes penalties. I think we're the most penalized team in NFL history. I wouldn't, I, I didn't fact check it. I didn't Google it, but I'm pretty sure we're definitely up there. Um, but just to get back to it, we're playing well. We have a lot of work to do to be considered uh, even a playoff team, not a championship caliber team or anything like that. Like I said, the MVP year um, that Carr had at one point where it was between him and Brady, um, he got hurt. He got hurt in the indie game and we lost in the um, we lost in the goddamn wild card game against Houston. So there's a little bit of history between us and Houston as well. And Houston beat us this year again. Uh, even though we beat them in a regular season that year, they beat us by two touchdowns uh, uh, in the playoffs. After that, we went downhill. Uh, a lot of people criticized Gruden for getting rid of two valuable pieces, which was Amari Cooper and Khalil Mack. But again, I will keep saying this and continue to say this. Yes, you do have to pay your best player, but I don't think not in that order. I I think I think the offensive lineman should be getting paid. I think your quarterback should be getting paid. Your franchise quarterback, not just any quarterback, but your franchise quarterback. And I think Derek Carr is a franchise quarterback. At the time, I felt like I got a roll with Gruden, so he may not be the quarterback. But it seems like he's buying in to Gruden's. Uh, philosophy. So if he is buying into that theory and philosophy, then he's the franchise quarterback for Gruden. I apologize. Um, at one point, I was upset that Derek Carr was f having a hard time extending the plays. Now this nigga is James Brown shuffling in that pocket, getting out of there. Did you see the running TD that he had? Where he sacrificed? And we don't want him to sacrifice his body. He has a lot of those sideline, let me jump over the defender for the first down. And he did that again. But he did it at an important moment. We needed that tub. And, um, yeah. So, with that being said, we are now tied for first place in a division with Kansas City. We have some winnable games coming up. And we have some, all of the games are important from here on out. Especially when you're shooting for the wild card or, or division, uh, to be a divisional winner. I just want to see the respect and the apologies towards John Gruden because the players that he traded away, well, those franchises are looking as good as us, where we were predicted to win four games. Uh, the Bears have a losing record. Um, the Cowboys, I think we either have a better record by a game or we have a similar record, the same record. I don't know. I, I forgot. Um, but we're here. 
<laughs> we're here now and they're playing well and i want to salute gruden i want to salute mad max crosby having four sacks in one game i want to salute Derek carr i want to salute everybody man everybody's playing well we have to clean up a lot of shit but you know like i said we're working at it we're not as disciplined as these championship teams or these um consistent playoff teams and even some of the consistent playoff teams are not even in the mix right now are not looking as good as they used to in the past shout out to pittsburgh speaking of pittsburgh let's get to that game pittsburgh pittsburgh versus cleveland browns mason rudolph this is my take okay i'm a thousand percent with max i know i tweeted out what the hell is max talking about but he clarified it mason rudolph caused this whole thing okay don't get me wrong. Uh, Garrett is, he definitely got to suspend him, okay? Because we don't live in this era anymore where this brutal, in- first of all, we were never supposed to live in that era. So all this tough guy shit that we're talking about, miss me with that, okay? Miss me with that. I understand the business side of the NFL. So all them trying to protect the quarterbacks and, and protecting receivers is for a good reason. You miss out on the Aaron Rodgers or Tom Brady. And truth be told, I remember when Kansas City injured uh, Tom Brady and Brady had to miss the whole season. I remember when uh, Jordy Nelson got injured in the preseason. I remember when Aaron Rodgers broke his collarbone. So these players that I'm bringing up, not, not so much of Jordy Nelson, but all, he was an important piece to that Packers team. But... When you talk about those two quarterbacks going down, Drew Brees, I mean, it was a freak accident. He hit his thumb against somebody's face mask. But I'm just saying, in general, when you lose a quarterback for a long period of time, that's a lot of money gone. Not only that, that's a lot of ratings going down because Katz is not trying to see uh, the backup quarterback or the third-string quarterback you know, carry a legendary franchise. They're just not. You know, some fans is like, our season is over. I'm going to tune in because I'm used to tuning in, but I'm not going to be, I'm not going to pay attention to it. As soon as we go down a touchdown or two, I'm either leaving or I'm turning the TV off. That's just what it is. The NFL is trying to prevent that. You know, they're trying to prevent that. They, they remember when Deshaun Jackson took a hit from Dante, um, Dante Robinson? Cats is not trying to don't get me wrong. We America is brutal. So we're used to seeing shit like that. But in all honesty, cats ain't trying to see cats get hurt like that. We're not. We're not. Fantasy wise, real life wise, we're not trying to see that. You know what I'm saying? So going back to the whole Browns and 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 and, and Steelers uh melee, like I get it. Mason started it, Garrett finished it, Pouncey instigated it. You know what I'm saying? And I think they did get it wrong halfway. Yes, he should he should be suspended for the season, and that should be it. Left alone. Don't try to turn this into no masker type shit. That's the media. And I hate that because a lot of people on Twitter, uh, IG, Facebook, everybody on these social media platforms is running with it like, yeah, it was that bad. No, it wasn't that bad. It's just something that you're not supposed to do. Okay, he reacted in a way he apologized for it. And at the end of the day, he's going to pay for it by not playing for the rest of the year, which is not that many games. Okay, because if he would have did that week one, 
take away half of the season. And that's what basically happened. Half of the season is going on his part. But don't make it like he's some fucking monster or something like that. If that's the case, Mason should be held at the same at at the same standards. He's a fucking monster. Because he's the one that was kneeing him in the groin. You know what I'm saying? He's the one that got his helmet ripped off and then proceeded to charge him. <laughs> Who does that? I guarantee you, unless Mason was some type of monster, he's not going to do that in the streets. But he either did that because he is about that life or he did that because he felt like the rest would protect him. And you can see that as soon as he got hit in the head, he wants to play the victim. No, nah, bro, you don't want that ran after him. So I don't want to hear none of that. Yes, they did do it. They did get it wrong. Finding him, that ain't nothing. You suspended the man for the whole season for hitting him with the helmet, but you didn't suspend the dude that tried to rip his helmet off, knee him in the balls, and go after him after he was being held back. And shout out to, damn, I can't really remember his name. I think it's DeCastro. I think his name is DeCastro, one of the offensive linemen for uh, the Steelers. As you can see, Pouncey was swinging and trying to kick Garrett while he was on the ground. DeCastro was actually trying to protect Garrett, which was crazy. If you really pay attention to it, he was like holding him back and then put him down on the ground. After what you call it, swung the helmet, that's when DeCastro took him down to the ground and then covered him. And almost if he knew his teammates was going to come and stump him. But he covered him to make sure he didn't continue to go after Mason. And he covered him almost like, yo, I don't want him to get injured as, as well. So shout out to him. But, yo, the NFL did get this wrong. They did get this wrong. Another thing the NFL got wrong. Um, my segues is killing today, ain't they? Welcome to Open Run. Um, the cap situation. <sighs> Man, I've got... I'm. I'm on both. I'm so sick it is, but at the same time, it's content. I got to say I understand both sides. Hear me out. Shout out to my boy Calvin. That nigga is pro-cap, but in a respectable way. Not like these other niggas that's on cap side that, to me, is faking the funk or clout chasing. But the, Calvin made a good point. Um, I'm not going to go through his... Uh, text messages because I don't I don't want to get it wrong. I, I if if I'm going to read some shit, I want to say it word for word, and I'm just going to say he did a good he the way he described the situation was damn near perfect. But at the same time, I did disagree with him. I'm going to say this: I'm too old to think negative. I'm too old, way too old for that shit. I feel like Cap uh, deserved to be in the league. I also feel like Cap can still play in the league, and I also feel like he will be in the league. Is that a for sure thing? No, I don't know. I could be totally wrong, but I don't want to think. I'm big on energy, too. I don't want to put that shit out in the air. I'm tired of it. I'm tired of it because that shit is actually effective. Saying that, nah, he's not going to make it. This not going to work. I believe it when I see it. I'm not that. I want to see it. I want to see it, and I'm going to see it. That's the type of energy I put out, okay? All that, I'm waiting. Miss me with that bullshit. That's just negative energy, right? Now, what I will say is folks got to have common sense. We do know the NFL is crooked. Yet and still, 
if you're going to live this hypocrisy life, you might as well live the optimistic life. Okay. And what's the, the, the hypocrisy is that, you know, the NFL is foul. Yet and still, you still have a favorite team. You know, the NFL is foul. Yet and still, you play fantasy. You know, the NFL is foul, but you still play mad. <laughs> so my thing is, why sit up there and live this hypocrisy life? Right. And not be optimistic about him getting in the league. Now, if you feel like he's not going to make it, just don't say anything. Just keep it to yourself. Because trying to convince me that the shit is not going to happen is not going to work. I'm way more. I, I got too much optimi I, optimistic uh, vibes going through me. I can share it amongst the world. I got that much in me. Okay. I said the same thing about Gruden. Shut up. Let him cook. If he fails, he fails. But don't sit up there and shut him out because you don't like him personally or you don't like my Raiders. Just let the nigga cook. And what happened? This nigga's tied for first place in the AFC West with the two players that he traded away. Keep that in mind and go check the Bears and the, the Dallas Cowboys record and see if they got that much better. I digress. But Cap decided to the NFL. Yes. Usually they say these type of workouts are done on a Tuesday that will give GMs, coaches, owners enough time to evaluate the player, to bring them along. To see if, yo, yeah, we could we could use him. And he'll probably play Thursday or, or Sunday. If not, he'll definitely play Monday or that following week. Right? I get that. They didn't do that. We know the NFL is against Cap. You want to know why? Because Cap is the reason why they'll be looking bad in a lot of people, in a lot of racist people's eyes. But you know what? Cap got to go against that. He has to do that. And what did he decide to do? He decided to have his own film crew, his own location, and do it his way. And the reason why I said that was a great chess move via Twitter and via text message was because he's saying, you know what? I want to make sure that I put out the right, correct, accurate narrative. The only reason why I'm slightly against it is because the NFL said now they could have been lying, but they said that they would have given out the same footage that they was given to the GMs, owners and coaches. They would have gave that same footage to Cap, which, in fact, Cap would have been able to release that to the public and shown them. Right. This is what it comes down to. A franchise has to be willing to take that risk. No doubt. They got to be willing to take that risk. At the end of the day, and I don't think the NFL can stop that unless the NFL is going to do something behind closed doors to that particular owner. They can't stop it. It's up to the individual owners of that team to take a chance. And what is the risk? Well, the risk is those owners Losing some of those, losing some of the fan base because of racist undertones. That's basically it. It's nothing else about it. All this shit about the military and the service and shit like that. He got the. I'm not going down that. I'm not going back through that. We already know where who he got it from, where he got it from, and why he was doing it. Silent protest. But if you're going to use the narrative of 
it being a circus every Sunday or Thursday or Monday because of him, even as a backup quarterback, they're going to get a lot of of attention. To me, I feel like there's two franchises that that stand out that can not only handle it, but used to used to that type of uh, attention. That's my Raiders and the Dallas Cowboys. And the reason why I say that is because the Raiders have always been the semi-black sheep of the NFL. We did shit that went against the NFL. Al Davis has had lawsuits and won those lawsuits against the NFL. And the only reason why I bring up the Dallas Cowboys is because Jerry feeds off of attention. He keeps the Dallas Cowboys relevant. This time, he could just sit in the back seat and let Cap handle all that. Now, I don't think he will do it because, and, it, and it's, a, it's a possibility that he can. He might turn a new leaf. Who knows? If he wants to get greedy. It's a possibility that, well, I know for a fact he wouldn't do it because he wouldn't allow his players to kneel. It took a lot of backlash and Ray Lewis <laughs> to hold his hand, <laughs> both of them look stupid, to do so. At the same time, I think you can ask any fucking Dallas Cowboy fan. They know Jerry seems a little bit mm, masterish. You see what I'm saying? So <sighs> that's why I think Jerry wouldn't do it, because I think Jerry got a lot of friends that say the ER at the end of it, if you get, if you get what I'm saying. So... But I think that franchise is probably top two, and you can it could be 1A, 1B with the Raiders that could handle that type of attention. Now, I say the Raiders because, like I said, we've always been, they've always done shit against the NFL. You know what I mean? Like if they, I think the NFL finally got a board with, yeah, you know what, y'all, y'all can't go to Vegas. You know what I'm saying? Like. You don't know. You don't understand how big it is for a professional franchise to be in Las Vegas. If you don't understand that, then there's nothing I can do about that. But again, going back to Cap, everybody got their take on it. It's a lot of false niggas out there. You know what I'm saying? A lot of false. <laughs> Jay Z name is tied into this because of you know his deal with the NFL. There's a lot of, I ain't gonna say there's a lot, but there's a couple of stories out there that saying Jay Z influenced this, uh, influence and persuaded the NFL to have this workout. There's also a story that's that's hitting the airwaves, that's hitting the platform, saying that Jay Z is disappointed in Cap for doing this move. I agree, and I disagree. I disagree for for the reason why I just said, well, I actually didn't explain it, but I disagree because Cap wanted to make sure he pushed his narrative. You know what I'm saying? He wanted to make sure the NFL did not lie about anything about the workout. He wanted to make sure the footage was seen by the public so that the NFL couldn't say, well, he simply wasn't good in that workout. I agree with that. What I disagree with is that I think he should have figured out a way to record it anyway. But under their supervision, 
And the reason why I say that is because he could have caught them in a lie if they did decide to do that. So instead of going back and forth with the NFL, just fucking go ahead and do it at the Atlanta facility with the with the Atlanta staff, et cetera, et cetera. But also have somebody else recording. Okay, this whole Nike tie-up thing, like there's a lot of there's a lot of theories, conspiracies, and all kind of shit that's going on with this Nike shit with the workout. Just go ahead and do it. So if the NFL did decide to lie about it, you can put out your own footage. Okay? If the NFL is that powerful to where they can convince the other owners, coaches, or whoever. Well, let's put it like this. There were no owners, coaches, GMs at the workout. There were scouts and uh, franchise employees there. So if they were all influenced to lie and come together and corrupt the whole thing, then put out the footage. At the same time, I feel like the NFL shouldn't use Cap's decision to do things his way as a negative thing. I mean, basically, it shouldn't be out, blown out of proportion. The nigga went out there. He did his thing. He had... He the lack of receivers that he had, the quality of receivers that he had, no shots at them, but you know, he did he worked with what he had. He said what he said. So I hear what Stephen A is saying, I hear what my boy Calvin is saying, but I also hear what my nigga Keon is saying, and I also have my own thing. So again, Cap took things into his own hands. He's going to go down in history, not just NFL history, not just in sports history, but in world history as going head to head with the NFL. A lot of people feel like Cap is doing this shit on purpose. A lot of people feel bad for Cap. A lot of people don't like Cap. I'm just optimistic that he'll get up. He'll get he'll be on a roster. I don't like to think negative. I'm too old for that. I'm too old to, to want shit to go wrong. That's just not me. Even if you feel like. That's just the way it is. Well, I mean, it's not because I never thought in I, I never thought Jay-Z would be a part of the NFL. And if he is a part of this workout. Stop pushing the goalposts back. You know what I'm saying? Again, I get it. He's behind the eight ball. Why would you have a shit on a Saturday when Sunday is right around the corner? Ain't nobody going to show up. But at the same time, if the opportunity is presented, take advantage of the fucking opportunity. But I get it. You want to do things your way and make sure nothing is tainted. So I agree with that as well. So let's just sit back and see what's going to happen. The latest news is that Jay-Z is quote unquote upset with Cap. We don't know that. But I'm pretty sure that haters out there <laughs> is going to run with that. But they didn't want to run with the fact that Jay-Z was possibly the one that set this up. So which one is it going to be? Is it Uchi Wally? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Or is it one Mike? Do you believe Jay-Z set it up? If not, then why would you believe that he's upset for something that he didn't set up? I don't get it, but y'all do. Now, I will say this. I'm not only disappointed in the NFL, but I'm disappointed in the coverage of one of the biggest stories that broke this past weekend. And what was that? I know we had Cap at 3 p.m., but Mellow. Oh, Mellow got signed. I couldn't hop on it, pause, at the time because I was currently on a podcast when that news broke. But when I say 
Yo, Carmelo Anthony. Carmelo Anthony is back in the league. Yo, my boy Reem, are we happy now? Now, early on, we, we picked out the perfect franchise for him to be a part of. And I said, shout out to boy boy just above the rim. I'll be back on there. We just had a recent episode. I said, when it comes to Chris Paul and Melo, why would y'all want them to be on a team that y'all don't see them getting a ring on? Now, I get it. When you look at Portland, that is a perfect place for him to be as far as he fits the roster. But there's also a roster that he could fit to win the championship. I'm not saying the Lakers are a lock-in to win anything, even if we're 11-2. I'm saying the Clippers has a chance to win the championship. That's funny to say. The Lakers have a chance to win in the championship. The closest team that makes sense for Melo to win the championship on the East, even though I feel like the East is so shitty, is maybe Philly. Milwaukee needs a point guard and another scorer. And then that's it. Why would you want him to go to any team outside of those four teams that I just said to win a championship? He's not going back to Houston, and there's not enough. When you say there's not enough buckets to go around for him in Houston, there's definitely not enough room for him. <laughs> definitely. So why? Why? Make it make sense, Reem. I need to bring Reem on to my show because obviously he can explain it. It's not going to, I'm going to say this. I respect him. I respect his basketball views. All right, I can tell you right now, that shit ain't going to make zero sense for him to go. No, no, no. Don't get me wrong. I'm glad he's in Portland. But what I'm saying is, why? After everything is said and done, do you feel like, Melo is putting them over the edge to win the championship. Maybe last year they could have had a better chance to beat. Um, you know they had they well they did beat they did beat Denver and that would have been dope if Melo would have played against Denver because we already know the storyline of that. But maybe they would have had a better chance of beating Golden State. Who knows? Maybe right if they had Melo, maybe. The question is, is it defense? We already know that, but who cares? There's not too many players that can play efficient defense nowadays, one-on-one. Um, but his offense is Uchi. It's Gucci. Uchi Gucci. Wally. You know, half court. I'm not sure about the fast breaks. <laughs> Them open court, you know, fast break transition points, I'm not sure. But that half court offense, you can run a few plays for him. Definitely. He holds the ball a lot. Um, okay, so we're here. You know what I'm saying? The mellow, the, the mellow 19 experience. Like, this is it. This is it. So I'm happy for him. I'm glad he's back in the league. You know what I'm saying? That also gave me more of a reason to feel like Cap should be back in the league. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel that energy just spreading throughout. You fuck it. You might as well bring Cap. You brought Melo back. The only thing that we're waiting for now is for Cap to be signed and to see what the and see what OKC is going to do with CP3. That's it. That's all I need to know. I mean, the Mason Rudolph, if, they, if the NFL was to come back and say, you know what, we're going to suspend him for three or four games, that would just make me be, yo, what the fuck is happening? 
But that's not going to happen. So now I guess we're going to see how Portland is going to pan out in the West. Right. They haven't been doing good of lately, but we're going to see if Melo helped turn that around. I still feel like Melo should have been on on one of the L.A. teams and maybe the Milwaukee team uh, and definitely the Philly team. And your man's got to bow down. Your Melo got to come off the bench, too. You know he got to come off the bench. That's no disrespect, but it is what it is. Niggas got to put that ego to the side. Real talk. If you feel like Melo is going to average 25 in the starting lineup on a playoff contender slash championship contender team, nigga, you're dead wrong. <laughs> you're dead wrong. That's not even being biased. That's not even being the stand. That's on some That's on some weirdo thinking like shit right there. I'm not calling you a weirdo. You just may have some weirdo ways. Um, I'm happy, though. I'm happy. So shout out to Mello. The Mello Experience 19 is in effect. Uh, we're going to keep a close eye on them. You know that. Those Portland games just became that much more important. I'm not about to go through those fucking analytics like the mother geeks. I'm not about to go through his, you know, his point average. None of that shit. I want to see how he gels in. I want to see how he runs in the third quarter. You know what I'm saying? I want to see late in the fourth if he's going to be on the floor, how he's going to react to coming off the bench and or if they start him. That's what I want to pay attention to. Fuck up. Throw the analytics out the door. When they up by five or down by three in the fourth quarter, that's when I, I want to see what Melo going to do. I want to see what the coach is going to do. You know what I'm saying? So free my nigga CP3. <laughs> free my nigga CP3 from OKC. Melo is back. Somebody take somebody grab their balls, put them on the table, sign cap. And the NFL, y'all got to figure this shit out. You can't keep rewarding niggas for beating up their wives and don't, you know, penalize niggas for starting fights. I don't understand it. I don't get it. This has been Oprah Run, Rare Signers Network. I'll see you niggas next week.